I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Suzanne. And we are best friends and business partners who understand how our lives and our work are intertwined. And we talk about the challenges that are up for us because just like you, we're trying to get better all the time. So Rachel, we're back in the studio today. Well, I'm I'm back um, in the studio. You're back in the studio. I'm not back in the studio. My plane was headed right towards you and then decided that it couldn't land in Chicago. So I'm in New York, but I'm on the phone, and I'm very plugged in. Yeah, somehow you weaseled your way this time to be actually on the phone instead of in the mode that I like you best, which is on mute. Yeah, in my jammies. And we are going to have Kimberly Nelson return to the studio today to do a follow-up on our Office Hours show, which got a lot of great feedback, actually. For those of you who listened to the show, you know exactly what went down. But for those of you who did not listen to the show, we're going to do a quick recap for you. Kimberly Nelson, who was a student um, last year getting her MBA at the Kellogg School of Management, came in with a problem to solve. And the problem to solve was that she was facing the infamous coffee chat, which I later turned out was like a thing. I mean, it was something like people knew of that. In fact, there were people who came up to me and said, oh, she must work at this company because they do these coffee chats, which means that she has to go in front of a number of different executives at the company for like 15 minutes at a time over coffee And it's informal. You know, they chit chat, but it's actually pretty freaking competitive because they're doing this with all of her peers. Like 15 of them have to do this with executives. So it turns out that although it's, quote, informal, she really needed to stand out from her peers while having these informal chit chats. So she came into the studio for some advice And wanted to know, how does she stand out? How does she face these individuals, tell them about who she is, and somehow make herself memorable? Well, she made herself memorable to us. Actually, why don't we take a listen to just a little bit of that last show, just to remind ourselves what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, the stuff that makes your... DNA, so very unique from the person sitting next to you. 
I'm really an adaptable human. You can one thing that adaptable's good. You did not hear my finger on the ding. Adaptable's good. Mostly because you can bring me into any room and I will learn to not learn to, but you can bring me in, into any room and I can make friends with people very easily. And Okay, st- full stop right there. How did that how did you get that way? I think I learned it from my parents. And why is that? How did that happen? Wow, we're really digging in here. We are. We have to. Yeah. I would say, I think it was always encouraged to talk about our feelings as a family and to be open with one another. Um, But it's funny. I was also really trained to be, not trained, but raised to be very professional in my professional life, that there was the professional hat and then you're more... Were your parents professionals? Yes, both were. Uh huh. What did your mom do? Uh, my mom was in sales and marketing at a healthcare company, uh-huh. the same one I am now working at, ironically. Okay. Can I just say? Yeah. That's an important point. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Are, does anyone else know that? Within... Like, in other words, is that a known fact? Yes. I'm... Like a very well-known fact? Like, do they know you're her daughter? Oh, no. Okay. So, he- hello? Yeah, well, and my dad also worked there too. Okay, ironically, okay. Kimberly, Kimberly. <laughs> okay, I'm actually speechless. <laughs> yeah, they both worked there. It was a long time ago. I was, I they met at the company. Okay, I don't even. I'm really speechless <laughs> right now. Okay, here's where we are. Let me tell you where yeah. we are. Okay, number one, you are going to shock them with your level of self awareness about why you are here. Why you are here. At this company, at this time, why you are here. Emphasis on you and emphasis on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people arrived at this place, at this time in their lives unconsciously or as a path of least resistance. Okay. They went to business school. They did this. They did that. They have all these fluffy words like they're a good sales. They're a people person. They're this or that. You are going to shock them with your level of clarity and precision and self-awareness about why you are here by telling them the story about the fact that you were raised in a family that was very clear about a couple of things. Number one, that you are always going to be somebody who is going to go around in the world trying to make authentic connections with people, Mm -hmm. that you were always going to be someone who was going to put their best foot forward and to try to make conversations that were deep and authentic and real. And part of the way that you learned that was by being raised in a family of professional parents who were doing the same, who learned that by working at this company. Your mother worked here. Your father worked here. The stories around your dinner table were stories that came from this company. And it is no surprise that you are here. Mm. And that even if as a child you weren't fully aware of the brand or what this company stood for, you realize that the values that you hold and the way that you go about your life as a professional, which were soaked in and ingrained into you, came directly from the values that emerged from this company. You say that, you don't think I'm going to remember you? 
I'm going to cancel the rest of my fucking appointments. I don't even understand. We sent her into that interview um, very well prepared, we think. But now we're going to find out. Kimberly, welcome back and welcome to the studio. We're just dying to know what happened. You went to the coffee chat. You had yourself prepared. And what happened? So first of all, I wanted to say that I actually listened to the podcast a couple of times because it served as a really good reminder. You know, in the moment, Suzanne articulated everything so beautifully. And when I walked away, I knew I had this epiphany moment, but I needed to remind myself on some of the high level bullets of the story I wanted to tell. So it was really helpful to go back and listen to it and, you know, revisit the idea that I have this really high level of self-awareness and I have my full understanding as to why I'm here, that there was intention behind that decision. So all that being said, the coffee chat went very well. Um, it, I will say, I think I had a really easy in with this person that I connected with. She has spent the last 29 years of her career at this company. So that was a really great segue for making the connection to my parents and sharing that storyline. So it was very organic. Oh, you got it in. That's great. Yes. So good. And it was also really helpful. Susanna brought up the point of not just going on their LinkedIn, but also talking to other people within the company to figure out more about them, some initiatives they've led and things like that. And I found out, maybe not so coincidentally, that she actually founded a very well-known women's leadership group within our company. And I just joined that group and am now leading a global work stream. So I was able to make that connection with her as well to say, hey, you founded this and now I'm leading this huge initiative. So it was a really great bonding experience. That is awesome. That's really good. And that's so good. Really good. I want to just say something about her, about you going beyond the LinkedIn page, because I have now heard this so many times from so many young people in the interview process going into the workplace, including most recently from my nephew, who's graduating now as a senior in college, and he was doing a whole set of interviews. And the night before the interview, he knew the names of the four people he was going to be doing these rounds with the next day at a bank. And I said to him, Jordan, so what do you know about the four people you're going to be meeting with tomorrow? And he said, well, I know their names. And I said, no, no, no. What do you know about them? Have you gone onto their LinkedIn page? Have you gone to find out anything else about them? And he said, well, that just sounds creepy. And I have now heard that word, creepy, like a, a hundred times. And I just want to say to everyone listening, it's not creepy. It Kimberly just gave the reason to do it, which is that you find a way to build a bridge to the person you're meeting with that's natural and organic. Maybe you'll use it. Maybe you won't. It sounds like for you, Kimberly, it was just sitting right there for the taking. But for all you know, you have something in common that will be the ball that you can pick up and bounce to the other person in the middle of the interview. Why wouldn't you want that in your pocket? It's not creepy. Yeah, it's not creepy. And let me just ask one more question about what happened before we kind of 
turn the ship and start talking about what's coming up next. Is there anything, anything in preparation or in the room that happened in that interview that you either wish you had known or are glad that you did know that you think others should as well? Anything you want to pass on to others that that you might not have known going in? Yeah, so two things I would say... The first being, take a look around. Mine actually was in her office. So it was nice to look around, see pictures of her family, see what she had on her wall. And that actually created some other good talking points to start the conversation because we hadn't ever met in person before. It was the first time we met. So it's a really easy way to kickstart the conversation and make it easy. The other thing is to follow up with a thank you email after the fact. I did it early the next morning. I wish I had done it that day, uh, but it had gotten away from me. But I did it first thing the next morning, and she sent a really nice response. You know, I revisited a couple of the things that we had spoken about in our coffee chat, but um, it ended up working out really well that she really wants me to come on into their group for one of my next rotations. So, Oh, that's great. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So now, you know, we understand that you have another rather different encounter coming up. And so maybe maybe you want to tell us a little bit about what's happening there and we can talk to you about that. Yeah. So I have another one this week. It's actually in two days. So I feel like we're reliving the last recording. But this person is a completely different personality. So for starters, he's been with the company for 18 months. Um, They have spent a lot of time living abroad, so a lot of international experience. And their primary roles have been in marketing and strategy, which is kind of new for me, having a finance and sales background. I did learn that they did transition from finance to marketing after completing their MBA. So with my background in finance and eventually going into sales and marketing, there is a little bit of that connection, but it's it's very loose loose and vague. And Where just, did he get his MBA? Do we Harvard. Know? Nice. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Okay. So not Kellogg. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so less than common. I have met him before. He's part of the steering committee for this rotational program and is in the same business unit I'm in now, but we haven't had a chance to really sit down. And I feel like there's a little more, there's a higher level of expectation, I think, going into this one. Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone else who's already had their coffee chat with him? Uh, no, but I know someone who was rotating through that group when he joined the company. So she might have even more insight. He was new and saying, teach me everything you know, even though she was only rotating through that group for a short time period. I, so two things about that preparation, and then I want to get back to you and how you make yourself stand out to him. So Rachel and I can talk to you about that. But what I would want to know about him, it, what are the two qualities he values, he seems to value the most in his team? So does he value um, efficiency? Does he value um, quick wit? Does he value um, attention to detail? You know, what what does he seem to reward when he's in the presence of his team? And I think anyone who's worked with him for even a short period of time would know the answer to that question. What I want to know is when you were in your first coffee chat, um, Did you extract the story in the context of making the point about how you learn to be really adaptable? Because if I remember our story from the podcast, it was really about how do we make the point that you've learned to be this person who can really walk into any room and find a way to be comfortable and connect with people? Did you did you tie those two things together? Yes. Ish. Ish. Uh-huh. I, it, it, did I tie those together with my story? Because or? remember that the point of you telling the story was twofold. One was simply to be memorable, mm-hmm. right? Because p- as part of your personal brand, we've got to get her to associate you with something memorable, and storytelling is a great way to do that. But the second part was we extracted that story because you said the one thing, the one character trait about yourself that I didn't hit the button on was the character trait where you said, I'm adaptable, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting character trait. Not everybody is. There are a lot of people who are slow to warm or who can't always walk into a room and wouldn't necessarily say about themselves, you know what? I can go anywhere. You can take me. These were your words. Mm -hmm. You can take me anywhere. I'm really, I'm really good like that. And I said, how did you get that way? And that's how we got there. So I'm saying you want to, it seems to me with this guy, unlike with the first interview where it could have been more of a sort of connective organic story about history and she had been there 29 years and you were really trying to get to her more on sort of a heart to heart connection. Mm -hmm. This guy, you're going to have to probably go in through the head. So now we're going to have to get him to associate you, not just with a story, but with a story. And he's going to need to know the answer to, and why are you telling me this story? Right? Right. Which means that you've got to connect the story to some, to a point. What's the point of your story? Right? And and now I'm going to get to a real question. So you've got to now say to yourself, 
what are the two or three traits about myself that I want him to leave here knowing about me, not just feeling about me, but knowing about me so that I'm not just going to tell him these things about me, but I'm going to show him these things about me. Mm -hmm. What are they? I always go back to my uncle who learned how to fly a plane. His the, the pilot that taught him, his instructor, said, stay flexible, specialize in recovery. It's the only way you're going to make it in life oh, and in a plane. I love that. But I think love it's such that. a great way to live your life. So life is going to throw you a lot of curveballs. Some of them, you know, you expect and some of them you don't. They just blindside you. So you have to be prepared for them either way. So throughout my career, I've made some intentional changes along the way, like transitioning from corporate banking to capital equipment sales, you know, in healthcare. It's a totally nonlinear way to move. Um, and came out the other side, you know, a more well-rounded business person and human being. And then sometimes there's things that have happened that I was unprepared for. And there was a situation at work, actually, where I transitioned to the full-time program at Kellogg, which was not necessarily my plan, but I had to learn to pivot and make the most of it. And fortunately, that actually gave me the opportunity to take Suzanne's class, <laughs> which lands me here. But, but really, you just have to make the most of it. So I pride myself as someone who is open to change and can adapt to change. The pilot story is awesome, and I want it's you to tell it. the best. It's the best. And I, th I was just going to say that you want to root it in something personal and then, and then trampoline right off that. Okay. So here's how, here's how this can go down, right? And again, I'm not trying to fake your story, okay? Was, was he very present in your life or was this the kind of cool uncle that like dropped in and dropped out? Beamed in. He was very present, even though he wasn't he didn't visit in person as often, but he was very present as an uncle for sure. Okay. So you can say, and this is how you can sort of tie the two stories together. You can say, look, I'm, I'm a really adaptable person and I'm really good at pivoting. Those are two things that I just know how to do really well. And they're the kind of one-two punch that I think I learned really well at an early age from my mom and her brother. My mom, interestingly enough, grew up in her career here at this company. She worked here for 29 years, blah, blah, blah. But her brother was a pilot, and he told me, blah, blah, blah. That's about versatility, and that's hugely valuable, and it gets to that issue that we've talked about on the show about people want to hire athletes not positions, right? They want to know that if they hire you now and another job opens up that they need you for, that you can do that. And that's less about adaptability than it is about versatility. Did you play a sport growing up? Tennis, yeah. Okay. Um, was that a big part of your life? Yeah, huge. Hey, we never... Are you a lefty or a righty? A righty. <laughs> but in doubles, I always was on the receiving end on the backhand side, so... Backhand ah. was my forte. <laughs> okay. So that never came up in our last podcast, sports analogies with this guy. Find out if he played a sport. 
sports analogies, and I'm not trying to gender stereotype. I feel like I'm getting eye rolls from Adam, our engineer, right now. Are you eye rolling me? Yeah. A little bit? Sports analogies are good. Bring them up. And I think to Rachel... Well, actually, not... not, I think, yes. And I I actually think that the backhand... Yes. That having a backhand for... That is a very particular thing, and you know exactly why. Mm -hmm. So there's something about the backhand specialty that speaks to a couple of qualities that that are really true. It's just not bullshit. Right. And it's rare. Yeah. So, again, have that in your back pocket. Just have it there, waiting for the moment that you can use it simply as a metaphor. Um, but, again, as a real, you know, you're, you're owning it. It's a very authentic storyline, but also a really great metaphor. Mm-hmm. I think you've got a little bit of homework to do to find out what it is he's going to value. And then I think from today we've pulled a couple of great stories that we didn't know before about your uncle and the backhand. And I think that Rachel's given you a couple more qualities to tie those two. And I think that you need to now just figure out what's at the head of your battering ram when you walk in there. And that just brings me to the final thing I want to say that may be obvious, but I just want everybody to hear it. You can tell in the first 30 seconds when you enter a room to talk to somebody, interview them, what their basic style and kind of appetite is. Like, are they laid back? Are they open and friendly? Are they in a hurry? Are they polite but crisp? You know, match that style. Oh, yeah. If he's obviously in a hurry and crisp, but you just change that. You, you, you match that style. Well, that's where the it's adaptability like comes into play. Yeah. This should be this should be something everyone listening understands. It is the kind of basic nonverbal communication that is uh, just a, a winner every time. Take one or two of his moves, whatever those are, just mirror them. Just mirror them. He's sitting back, you sit back a little. He's sitting forward a little, you sit forward a little, right? Just get into whatever the rhythm is that he's in, right? Pretty much immediately. And when you leave, you you just hit him with your backhand just as hard as you can. <laughs> and then just, just a little tap on the butt, I think, is always a good... We, Rachel and I always recommend a little, just a small spank. And then Kimberly lost her job. <laughs> okay. Well, you're now, I think, overprepared. And I feel like if you aren't CEO of this company within the next six months, we suck. So um, I, I hope we hear back from you. I feel like this will be the never-ending journey of Kimberly's coffee chats. You are going to be so highly caffeinated that um, we're just going to have to keep having you on until... How many of these are there? Like 80? As many as I want to schedule. So I'll, I'll keep it low for you guys. But seriously, what would I do without you? It's really great to have you. You'd be fired. Oh, my sure. Okay, well, thank you for coming in. Good luck. Thank you both. Thanks, Kimberly. I hope to meet you next time in person. Fingers crossed. We'll be back to the big payoff next week. Boy, 
If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the ACAST app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. <laughs> you heard it here first. It works every time. Just a little tap. They were, yeah, the big payoff butt tap. Mm-hmm. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.